The Wrestling Brain podcast is recorded in front of a live audience at twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. You can be a part of the show, have your voice heard, hang out in the chat, or call in and talk to us immediately following AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, and AEW Pay-Per-Views. Check us out live immediately following all of those shows on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. And while you're here on the podcast, do us a favor, rate us five stars or subscribe or follow or whatever your favorite podcast provider does do that for us and you could be one of the many people who are saying wrestling brain I'll mute myself before I start the show. It is Wrestling Brain. It is Wednesday, baby. There is no better place to be on the whole darn internet or in the wrestling world than right here at twitch.tv slash wrestling brain. We thank you for spending your Wednesday night with us. A lot of news on this AEW Dynamite show. I'm excited. Dragon Gate Pro Wrestling. A lot of stuff to talk about. I'm excited to get Josh's takes on these things. We had uh, Tony Khan's big announcement, which I think a lot of people were excited about. And I think personally, and we'll get into this on the show, of course, I think sort of... um, hung over the entire show is sort of this 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 big news off the top the ROH deal sort of um vibrated throughout the fibers of the rest of the show very excited to get into it we have the chat pumping off live we have tons of subs to read out I will do that in just a moment but first I introduce my co-host the man on the west coast Mr. 50k his name is Jay Zero it's Josh Custodio live in Vancouver how are you my friend sorry did you say the chat was pumping off I was hoping that would that would slip past you. I was hoping I would slip yeah, that. Nothing gets past the piece. Come on, you know. Well, I mean, you know what they're, that they're. I mean, to us. When they see when they see your photo, people pump off. Uh, maybe maybe they're seeing uh, Minoru Suzuki in uh, in '93 uh, there on my shirt. Zoobs, so good to see you too, boy. You want takes from me tonight? You said, "Oh, I want to hear some of Josh's takes." I may have never come equipped with more takes than tonight. Hello to you, these Zoobs. It's great to see you, and of course to see all the Brainiacs in the chat. Hey, hello, how you doing? The go-home edition of AEW Dynamite. Now, maybe this is a little boring, Zoobs, but I kind of want to do a little nuts and bolts here, if we can. And I want to get the scores from the people. I want to thank all the subscribers. I want to thank the new followers. I know we have that. I see we're close to a hype train. Get us there, choo-choo. But I think it's important as we enter tonight's show to explain what a a go-home show looks like when your bigger show is Wednesday and then you still have another show Friday before the pay-per-view. I think this was a battle for AEW tonight in some ways. Uh, Lots to talk about, as you say, Zoobs. Big time, big time. So before we get into the show, into the nuts, and also the bolts. Speaking of pumping off, get some nuts. Uh, Pacefell <laughs> in there for twelve months. That's the one year badge. Pacefell getting the uh, getting the Matt Lee badge beside his wow. name. McVander Huge eight months in, and McVander Huge pointing out for the first time, learning that the intro music for the minute and a half is all of dynamite exploding. Uh, Josh, I'll, I have that fixed already. Don't worry about it. Okay, don't adjust. Uh, 
Brick Mittens, two months in a row. I love a two-monther. I love a new – we love a two-month Brick Mittens. Make yourself known. I haven't seen too many chats from Brick Mittens, but uh, give it up. Welcome you to have, the Brainiac Brick Mittens. Thank you very much. You got the brain emote beside your name. Anfield Road, the number one gifter of all time. That's 11 months coming up. He says, uh, watch Dragon Gate. Jay's Retro, always around, always here, having a great time. Eight months total for them. Six months for Area Thrasher, whose name Josh always says correctly. And Sam yeah. Fells, nine months in a row, 12 total. That's a year, baby. That gets you – the Matt Lee emote beside your name. So things are looking up. Uh, lots going on. Very excited. Uh, we'll start, as we always do, Josh, by taking the temperature of the chat. I will let you let them know how to rate. I love our community here, Zoobs. And part, such a big part of that is seeing if our pulses are aligned exiting this. So this week, more than others, I am so curious to ask the Brainiacs in the damn chat. On a scale of one to seven, one being the worst, seven being the best, what did you think of tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite? Zoops, we have a pay-per-view coming this Sunday that's going to cost you money, and I think largely we're all pretty happy to fork over and buy it, but that one costs money. Tonight's show didn't cost money, but, but... It cost you time, and listen, you can get a refund for your money. You'll never get your time back, my friends. You know, if you can take anything from life and from, from this show, uh, have it be that. Health is wealth. Time is wealth. Let's jump into the chat and see some of the scores. And thank you all for a level two hype train right out the gate. People feeling the revolution week fever, baby. And I'm uh, I'm feeling it too. I, I, I Regardless of how I feel about the show, I am so geeked for this pay-per-view. And I think it looks incredible on paper. So keep that in mind as we get into this review. Uh, <laughs> Eric Hartman with a five saying everything sucked, but still a wild show. Uh, <laughs> Ruble MJ a six. Brick Mittens a six, Anfield Road a five, Sam Fells a five point seven five, James Retro a six, Pace Follow a five point two five, Hits Mail a five and a half, Ashton Kutcher a four of honor, uh, Tuck H A five point seven five, Scoots Brodo a zero, Are <laughs> just kidding, Area Thrasher five and a half, Chain Wallet Owner honestly have no idea. Well, it's not a test. It's just how do you feel? Absolutely right. There's no wrong answer. Other than no saying something that isn't one in between one or seven, eight's a Chain wrong. Wallet, you're yeah, exactly. Steve. That's the only way to piss me off. It's it's only seven numbers. You got one something there. Uh, listen, Chain Wallet owner, you're here every week. You've got great takes. If you think it's a seven, it's a seven. You think it's a one, it's a one. Yeah. Throw it in there. Uh, I I remember you off the top here. You said you were uh, maybe not in the enjoying the show as much as maybe the seems like to be the the, the consensus here. I will say to this. Uh, as I did off the top there, that I think the the ROH news uh, and the Punk MJF thing are going to be lasting for me out of this. I don't know that anything else out of this show um, was major for me, so I lean five, probably a five. I lean five, yeah. A couple more scores rolling in. No clue what this is. Five and a half. Cadenza, five and a half. Hunter Ridge Forest, 5.75. Jig, six and a half, saying he can't overstate how big this ROH news is for me. Makes it an instant classic. I understand that. That's fair. Uh, Tuck and Shea, a seven for ROH. Yeah, again, like, I think that I totally understand that. Yeah. Uh, five and a half from McVanderhuge. Good friend Jake, six. But that's more excitement than anything. I also totally get that. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Five and a half. Stakeabuns, five and a half. Ruble MJ gifting subs. To Dunkachino, thank you so much. And am I doing it right? Passing on the goddamn gift subs. We got a gift sub pass going. This is so beautiful. Good friend Jake, thank you. This is very nice to see. I love to see thank that. Thank you, everybody. And that gets that gets Jake the nine month badge. He gets the Okada side his face. So 
Life is good. This episode's a four, uh, three and a half, four from me. Okay, Zoobs, let's get into the, the three sort and of a half, ups and four. Down. Wow. Hold on. Let's process this. Wow. A four. This episode's a four. Four. This is, that's, uh, so this four is bottom five in the time that we have been uh, on the air together. Yeah. Uh, so that sounds. And this, you, this show used to have the Good Brothers. I was thinking this today when I was taking the dog out. This show used to have the Good Brothers on it. We Oof. used to we used to watch Sean Spears matches in earnest. Uh, four, very interesting. Maybe I'll change by the end of the show because, like you say, Zeus, both things that you said were good were good. Uh, but I thought some of the lows on this show. You talk about bottom five in the history of AEW. It was very reminiscent of early AEW to me in some ways. In the just the sloppiness of everything. But, but let's get into it. Uh, and I hope one, maybe I can be brought up. By the one end. last thing. Pace fell passing along the gift gift pass to Chucky T1. That's Chuck Taylor, officially a wrestling brain sub. We love to see it. Great job, Pace fell. Thank you so much. Uh, that gets us to level you, three Pace. on the hype train. We are loving it. Let's dig into this show, which starts with uh, your favorite your favorite tune, which I think I think. Do you know the name of this song? Is there a. You know who wrote who wrote this song? Who performs this song? Can I get some details? Yeah, probably some butt rock band that this is their biggest song that they play, and like some AEW <laughs> fans go to their shows, and that's the majority of their audience. That's Down, my guess. Your boy's downstate. At it again. Jay pointing out Josh hates battle royales. There is okay. definitely some truth to that. But okay, so much. I mean, <laughs> we, what? So, somebody's what? gonna raid me in on that tag team disaster in the middle of the show later. Somebody else is gonna have to raid me in. Because I, listen, and I feel the need to say this. I love this company. And the ROH news that we're going to talk about of course. could not be bigger. Revolution looks like a better card than New York's put on in a decade to me. This is not a slight against the company. I'm just talking of about this show. Not. Of course not. Of course. People here every week understand that. We don't have any, yeah. we don't have any new, new folks that are going to jump all over you. People understand. Week in, week out, we come in here with six, armed with sixes and sevens and, and, and shouting from the rooftops. So I'm sure even your four will be riddled with praise. T totally true, Zoobs. Uh, and Anfield Road with another gift sub to Cadenza. Gang's all here. Thank you, everybody. Let's get into it. Like Zoob says, my favorite song, the worst music you've ever heard in your life, <laughs> plays us in to tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite. And while we do get the odd uh, promo segment in the opening that's been a little more prevalent since CM Punk has joined the company, we've never gotten an opening segment with Tony Khan before. Tony Khan! in the ring this felt very big to me zoobs just seeing for tony sure. in the ring for sure did he because you don't think of him as like a vince mcmahon at all where vince is the character and you know you bow when he comes in tony is something totally different but it's interesting to still sort of have some resonance to be able to just show up and me to understand okay this is sort of as big as it gets did does he feel this way to you too yeah it, it was it was the fact that it was going to be a Tony Khan comes out and grabs the mic, um, I think set the tone for what this announcement's expectations were going to be. To me, that to me mm -hmm. that changed it from like uh, it's another talent, or it's a couple talent, or it's a wave of talent, or it's a uh, even a streaming service. I think you don't announce in this way. Sure, I think the I think knowing what, once it was like Tony Khan is in the ring doing this, I was like, oh, it's ROH, which is which is huge. But like that's to me like that, that level of thing. Uh, he spoke really passionately. He obviously loves ROH. Uh, there are posts of his on 
on Twitter from nine year eight nine years ago where he's like naming specific ROH events that he loved. So uh, yeah, absolutely felt huge. I was this was the the main thing that I was looking forward to on this show. I realized yeah. about an hour in that I didn't I remember what the main event even was. That this Tony thing was sort of really was the fulcrum that the show was built around. So um, totally. Awesome. I mean, awesome, awesome news. I'll let, I'll let you sort of expand that a little bit more, but absolutely a, a, a worthy moment to have in that spot to sort of have the like Tony grab the mic and we have this moment. Totally agree, Zoobs. Uh, it added a magnitude to let you know something big was coming. And I think that if, for those who did not hear and are somehow tuning into this show, AEW purchasing Ring of Honor is seismic news it is worthy of him being in ring and yet zoobs i have to say i think two things are true here i think you could have gotten a lot more of this announcement on this show i thought tony's like i know he's not supposed to be promoing or anything but he was like sputtering it out like th right. this was this enormous moment i see people saying they loved his energy i saw lots of people say how much coke did tony do tony comes across <laughs> as like a adderall um uh silicon valley bro to me like frenetic and uh, i don't know like i it, it sort of came and went his announcement in a way i thought that having showcasing how important old roh is to modern wrestling and to specifically all elite wrestling yeah. Of course, they do open with Brian Danielson versus Christopher Daniels, the main event of the first ROH pay-per-view for the ROH title. But, or not for the title, sorry. But Brian Danielson being part of this announcement maybe would have helped. Or CM Punk being out there. Sure. I, I thought for how big this was in a world of pageantry like pro wrestling, I, I couldn't believe how sort of like throwaway delivery this was. I thought, I, look, I, I wanted this to feel bigger. Let me... Let me celebrate this triumph that this is. This wrestling company that we now own the tape library for that holds host to some of the greatest matches of all time. Let's cut to a video package showing some of this stuff. Let's showcase the modern talent. I feel like it's just like, we bought ROH. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Listen, it, 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 it seems... Uh, as sometimes Tony's announcements and Tony's acquisitions tend to do, it, it, it definitely seemed like um, he could not wait to get it out. And maybe yes. that is, I think, I think to, to your point of like, um, you know, if you delay this till the, the pay-per-view and then you have the chance to build those packages, I don't know when exactly this deal went through, but it obviously, right. um, maybe the, the things aren't, the lines aren't crossed and the and the eyes aren't dotted that they can suddenly have a huge video package and they can suddenly have you would think go on fucking youtube you own the footage just pull up our right, way but who, but who, on YouTube. who knows how far down the road the like footage you know sure. what i mean the it, i get what you're saying of course i'm more being picky uh, sure um but I, yeah I think no, i'm I, just i'm agreeing with how important this is and yet if you explained to somebody how important this was that showed the tony promo they feel, i don't think it would it would match one to one sure good evening nice boy online uh, Jay saying, I think Tony wanted the announcement to speak for itself and to reveal more and more. Yeah, I, I think, and that's, I think that's fair. It could have uh, spoken, just, it could have literally spoken for itself. <laughs> Through the video package. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been better. Uh, um, yeah. Madness. Uh, Cadenza saying, there should have been a Shane. Yeah, can you imagine if this was all like, a, but whose name's on the dotted line? It's not Tony Khan, it's Nick Khan. Oh people's, my God. People's, but uh, honestly, also though, to that point, Another moment where we should take a minute to be grateful that, like, we have a world where WWE didn't buy the ROH tape library, mm. right? Not a huge stretch to be in that universe where that exists. And you're like, well, I guess I have to continue getting the WWE Network to get to, to access this. 
Yeah, an absolute win just to have one library. I think it was, um, oh goodness, I'm forgetting, uh, your favorite guy, Bixen Span, who tweeted that just one library not being in the hands of New York is a good thing. Like, that's a win on its own, and I agree with that. <laughs> but let's talk about uh... the Zooms. Let's talk about what buying <laughs> Ring of Honor means. People are coming here for the answers. Oh no, is a sound alert playing? No, sorry, you you said a you said a word to me that's been really funny to me all week. Uh Oh, what did I say? <laughs> talking about my guy Bix. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's your buddy. Uh, Zoom saw a photo of him. I saw a real life photo of. Him. And listen, I'm like I'm not going to get into it. Uh what were you saying? <laughs> yeah, I I'll, let's get into what I was saying. Let's talk about what buying ROH actually means here because when somebody says, oh, I bought a promotion, well, ROH doesn't have, like, contracted talent. Right, so no roster. There's no you're roster. You're not buying a roster. Uh, you're buying the rights to that name. And I didn't see this anywhere on Twitter, but I wanted – that I was going to tweet it, but I was like, actually, I'm going to save this one for the show because then I could say, yeah, I didn't see this anywhere on Twitter, and I'm going to say it. I feel like Tony Khan is making right on lots of things in wrestling, lots of missed opportunities. Right. And I can't help but see a direct parallel between – ROH under AEW and WWECW, uh, the rebirth of Extreme Championship Wrestling under the New York banner and how they handled it. They started a separate show. There was contracted talent. It was effectively a third brand that you knew was owned by it. I effectively think that's what ROH is going to become. There will be, I don't know if it'll be a weekly show, but you'll have a Ring of Honor with its own roster, maybe a couple AEW guys to help juice it on the first show. In fact, I saw a lot of people floating the idea that could be where Cody goes. I don't know how likely that is to me, but it's an interesting idea at least. Zooms, what does this do for you? Are you likely to watch uh, Ring of Honor under AEW? Are you likely to use this uh, library for viewing? Where does this fit into your life? Why is this so big? Need it? I mean, obviously, a lot needs to be seen, right? We need to sort of see... Um, it's easy to sort of run with reports and and run with you know oh there's a report it's going to run like developmental mental or it's going to run like wwecw uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait and see I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna see. I'm not gonna initially commit to be like oh yeah I'm absolutely all in I, that would be that would be uh, dishonest of me to, to run into that but it's it's interesting it to me it is more enticing than the idea of like um, we have dark and elevation on the youtube channel right it's it's yeah it's, you would be way more likely to watch a ring of honor 100 100 right? uh depending what on how they relative the to like a, a gcw show or a lower in new japan show do you think that this will sort of slot into that sphere a little above yeah i mean that that, that was sort of the realm that i, I would have had them in uh, probably a little bit below for being truthful about sure. the last couple months in the last couple years but I don't think it's a huge stretch to have that be something of a of a showcase place for them for for some people that maybe they want to use and they want to have you know show value in and and uh, I don't know it, it it's 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 strange it's not strange but like it, it's really interesting because they do have the two dark shows plus Rampage now um, and there again there's no roster so I, I really don't know um, what it will mean the, I think the more interesting figure is for sure the streaming. Uh, it is for sure that like they're probably going to have. I think the rumors in the chat is like it's going to be a HBO Max deal, which I think for Canadians basically means like it's going to be on Crave more or less. I think it's sort that's of that's what we were saying in the Discord. It's like oh, I guess that's Crave, that's, which is wild. Uh, like if yeah. it's if it's on Crave instead of uh, like having to get the ROH network, forget about it. That, like, Imagine for, if you just have all for, the ROH pay per views. First of all, my ROH DVD collections uh, value just plummeted. Depressing. Um, <laughs> I have one that I'm I'm. We went to an ROH and I bought the DVD of the night. Death Before oh, the I Center, love that. Two or three, I can't remember. 
Sorry, which one? Two or three. I can't remember. Death Before cool. Dishonor. Yeah, I can't remember which one. Lance Storm was made a, had a return match. Love that. I'm jealous. Death Before Dishonor 3 or 2 uh, headlined by Austin Aries for CM Punk. One of my favorite matches. Uh, so there you go. It would, have been, it would have been three or four. Pardon me. Oh, no. Yeah, I could also be wrong on that. I just know one of them is headlined by Aries Punk from that era, and it's fantastic. Um, personally, I have to sort of reckon with two things here. Uh, one, that I'm going to get the greatest I told you so ever, because on the, the year-end show I said, Ring of Honor is going to have a huge bounce back 2022. And then they got shut down two weeks <laughs> later. And I was like, well, that prediction went to hell. And it actually turns out I had no idea how right I possibly could be. But here, here's, here is something to consider. And I'm excited too. But I wasn't that interested in Ring of Honor in 2019. Right. 2018. 2016. I need a reason. That name does hold something for me. I, I've, I mean, I've talked ad nauseum about how Ring of Honor, I think, was sort of my ECW for a lot of people, where it showed me that it's like, oh, there's wrestling that isn't this other thing, and oh my goodness, and you like get addicted to it in that way. We're like, oh my god, something I already like, but in a flavor that I crave now. Now, personally, I haven't aged as somebody like loves all of the Ring of Honor style, but it's definitely like that 2005 to nine era, even. I know people don't love like the Nigel McGuinness reign and whatnot, but I'm there for all of that at the time and just loving it. So it does a lot for me. However, they have to build a roster, which they have been assembling, that is going to be worth watching another wrestling TV show because I don't tune into any other one. I feel like between GCW pay-per-views, New Japan big shows, and weekly AEW, I largely get my fix. So it's going to have to be worth watching to get my attention. They I, And again, they can also not run a tv show and i'm still pretty interested that's interesting so just like a monthly events sort of thing that that'd be anything buying the library yeah. is enough for me to be like that's that's a great thing like i you 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 i almost i almost sort of the more you talk about it the more i'm like i don't even know if this has any value at all to, to suddenly to suddenly have a, a show that isn't that is affiliated and isn't isn't affiliated i don't know i don't know it's it's going, but it's going to be interesting, right? Like, who isn't? Uh... Sure, I, I love. And I listen. I love speculation. I love rumors. I love. He, I love. Oof. I like that. I like that. I probably like that and this day more than I would like the television show. That's, a, that's almost a guarantee. <laughs> well, and there's no question. And it, listen, it, we know that under the one banner, it loses a little luster. But if eventually, if you tell me there is one pay per view a year where it's Survivor Series, but it's the Ring of Honor roster versus the AEW roster, that works for me, brother. I'm yeah. in on that. But Zoops, to propel this conversation forward, I want to go to our earliest keep it or kick it that I've ever done here, Jeez. if you don't mind. I don't normally get to keep it or kick it out the gate, but sometimes we got to get a little nasty. Sometimes we need to go to the people because I want to check their pulse on this. So Zoops, if you don't mind, I'm going to explain the rules of keep it or kick it. Of course, I gave our eye. Pull a prompt for the world of wrestling, and I ask you, the Zoobs, and you, the Brainiacs, in the chat, if you want to keep or kick that prompt. Of course, keep it means you like it, you love it, you want some more of it, and kicking it means you hate it, you despise it, and you never want to see it again. Zoobs, do you understand the rules of keep it or kick it? I do. I do. You're a smart guy. Zoobs, keep it or kick it, this statement, and this is, of course, applying to you or you at home, when I say I. Yes. Upon the launch of the Ring of Honor library... I am likely to watch more than five and a half Ring of Honor pay-per-views in full. Keep it or kick it. Uh, old ones? Old ones. Okay. Going back into the library. Right, Are there okay. six that you think you would go and go watch in full? Because what is this library actually worth to people? Is there usage? Is there is there 
or is it just to have the footage for stars that are on your roster? Interesting. Wow, app looks like unanimous. Everybody's watching six. I should have set the number higher. We're, wow, I mean, look is, at that. This is, this is a pretty hardcore wrestling fan base, right? We're talking about a we're talking about a, a, a live stream after a, after Dynamite on where they announced the show. So I'm not I'm not super surprised. I'm heartened to see this. Maybe I'm thinking. I think sometimes when I talk about Ring of Honor, nobody knows what the fuck I'm talking about. So I feel like no one else right. uh, is excited. It seems like people are excited. Uh, and frankly, for my Patreon, I couldn't like the the excuse to go rewatch. And have sure. other people be able to have access to old Ring of Honor DVDs. I mean, I got, I got, I think I have a lot to say and value to add to that. So exciting for me. Um, but yeah, I'm curious to see, and maybe that is part of the reveal uh, as more news comes out because we're we're largely spe- speculating at this point. Yeah, I, it's a key for me. There's uh, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. Like I have, I have my little era touchstones uh, that sort of fade in and out. Um, that I would sure. be interested in sort of filling in the gap. I wasn't, I didn't see any of punk like punk was already in uh, WWE by the time that I was, or he was just like just exiting. I think the first thing I remember seeing was Danielson against uh, McGinnis. I mean that the, the 60 minute one or the one where uh, McGinnis wins uh, both of them. Yeah. Those are classic fucking matches. Um, I, and those guys love each other too. I, I wish Nigel's career could have been different. He's uh, when we got asked on the mailbag, somebody who deserves the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame, but might get um, might get snubbed. I was afraid. I I don't think it'll be. It can't be. Can't be him. But it does make me nervous because I feel like his name never gets brought up alongside. Oh, he, the he was time champ race. for a very long time. I think. I think he's. I think he has the. Besides, so Joe, I, th- the I, I don't expect him to be snubbed. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have picked him as a snub. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Two thousand eight. The wrestler came out. Uh, I remember the wrestler, Mickey Rourke. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he, he, in that movie. he has his return match against Randy the Ram in Randy the Ram has a return match in ROH. That's uh, right. And that was, I was like, oh, I'll check, I'll check that out. And then I saw it. I was at Sportsnet at the time and uh, they just have, you can, you know, you flip around the channels in house and sometimes you get pay-per-views and it was Danielson against McGinnis in a pay-per-view. And that was sort of where it's my out. So and nothing before 2008, do I have any reference on? I ha- then I, then I would That's see really you know, awesome. bits and pieces. You have AJ Styles run with the elite. I remember quite well, um, you know, some of that stuff. They're sort of sneaky hot in 2015, 16. It's like yes, the clubs catching in new Japan. Like that war of the worlds is an awesome pay-per-view. I think it was actually in Toronto that year, maybe. Yeah, um, but that's yeah, they, they are there. That's an era that I wouldn't mind revisiting either, because my mind was elsewhere. I was watching all the New York and all the New Japan content more than enough at the time. I love. I, I can't tell you how much I love reading the chat right now. People, uh, Trill McGinnis saying, "I missed ROH, so I want to watch it." Badass. Brick Mitten saying, "Should have set the number way higher." Yeah, this might be my worst keep it or kick it ever. I'm I'm heartened <laughs> by how wrong I was here. Uh, After Kutcher saying all the Steen Generico stuff. Okay, listen. Okay, so Anfield Road and Ashton Kutcher. Everything you listed, all the things you want to watch. I mean, I don't know if this is going to be true, but I don't know. I feel like people don't know about this video. ROH for their 19th anniversary uploaded a video to their YouTube of their 19 best matches. And every match you're talking about there is in this video. Wow. Joe Kobashi, all three Joe Punks, uh, the Steen Generico ladder blow off at Ladder War. They're all in this one YouTube video. When I'm playing video games, sometimes I just have this video playing like on the monitor behind. Uh, so go check those out. Oh, and Kabashi Joe's in there. So, uh, but yeah, man, this is this is big because an excuse to go revisit that era is uh, more than welcome to me. So sorry to belabor spend so long on this, but I feel like the news was worth it. Absolutely, and I think it, for sure the 
highlight of the show. Uh, it's like it's, it's, this is your main event of what was uh, the dynamite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No question. Uh, I thought this was little uh, a nice touch, though, transitioning into Brian Danielson versus Christopher Daniels, making this a big deal that this was the first Ring of Honor main event. Uh, they open with the ROH handshake and close with it. They make sort of a big deal about the pure style rule. So I don't know if that'll maybe be part of the ROH identity when it does launch. Hopefully that's something because ROH got away from that. People never talk about that. So it's like Ring of Honor doesn't use the Code of Honor anymore. It's outside of the pure division. So I wouldn't mind seeing a return to the Code of Honor. I, again, these are the things that I don't know if people know. Like you, ha you used to have to start and end every match with a handshake. And when people finally started not doing it, it was like enormous heel turn. So yeah, stuff there. Um, I, I don't know if I do one-eyed Christopher Daniels wrestling on TV, but this was a fun idea. Uh, maybe not my favorite Brian Danielson match since return. <laughs> yeah, listen, it, it was an it was an it was an homage, as you said. It, it's Tony writing yeah. wrongs. It's Tony. Uh, the one thing this company does is do they do they do their homework. We see it later on the night. We see it with a lot of different segments. Uh, the homework shows, and um, you know, it, it, marking this as an individual match versus marking what it meant coming out of the announcement that preceded it are two totally different things to me a hundred percent he can't take them as uh like you would never watch this match in a vacuum besides just to be a capper to the announcement and i do get that um <laughs> i did think that the i mean not a ton else to say about the match but the post match was interesting where brian's trying to get heat by being like don't celebrate ring of honor with me i'm not ring of honor i'm aew <laughs> Do we cheer or boo this? <laughs> I like both companies. Uh, what do you want from yeah, me? <laughs> yeah, I, I think of you both as Ring of Honor and yeah. AW. <laughs> Ten minutes ago, you told me to like both companies. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, 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 but uh, he's trying to get a little heel heat here going into the Sunday's paper. You're giving a bit of a heel face dynamic to him and Mox as Mox interrupts him. Um, and Mox is at a crossroads, Zoobs. We get uh, an excellent Mox promo here. I mean, it all, it's almost... You don't, what do you say when you don't need to say it? It's so obvious. It's self-evident. But uh, right. another good Moxley uh, promo here talking about how he'll walk through water. He'll walk through bullets. He'll walk through hell if Brian Danielson thinks that the American Dragon can stop him. He's got another thing coming. When I asked people in Keep It or Kick It on our Twitter today at Wrestling underscore Brain what their most anticipated match for this Sunday was, the easy favorite was this Mox Danielson match. This was just a little, a little more sprinkle of that, but a nice touch going into the pay-per-view, hey? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's an understandable uh, match to be looking forward to. I think Danielson has proven pretty repeatedly in his return that that he's wrestling a style that people are just cannot get enough of right now. And, and people are ready to to really get behind Mox in a in a in a unified way, in a in a, in a very clear black and white way. So uh, not surprised that that ran away with the voting. I don't know if we're going to do an official preview on the channel. So should I ask you winners uh, during this? You could, you could sprinkle them in. I could sprinkle them in. Maybe one or two, because I am curious who you think's winning that one. Because the stakes are kind of interesting, where Mox effectively says in this promo, uh, if you beat me, I join you. And Brian taking that as a fit. So it's, it's just interesting. Who they're going to have win here is going to tell you where their direction is going, and not in an up or down the card way. Uh, but like what division they'll be competing in. It's, it's interesting. It's very unique for a match. Who do, you, who do you think picks up the win here? And I'll ask the chat too. Mox or Brian? I don't know. They've done a good job leading into this where they've opened, they've opened up enough, enough doors. I think it makes sense. You know, I, my, my, my gut instinct is to lean to Mox, uh, sort of the triumphant return and the, like the, 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 the badass, the ass kicker sort of, um, 
getting it done his way. That makes a lot of sense to me. But also a huge part of me wants to pick Brian just because I want the alliance so bad. I you, I want mm. the I want the team so bad, fully formed with Garcia. I want it so badly uh, that I that I. But I I think Mox is probably the probably the the betting favorite if I had to say. I agree with you. I, I love the idea of the partnership because they're two cool guys. But there's there's better pairs for both of them to me. This is for a sure. good genesis for, sure. for a feud. But Brian doesn't need the Dragons and Dojo to have John Moxley in it. Like I think the guys who say yeah. the Moriarty's. The, it makes the a lot less sense to have to have him and Moxley at the top versus him at the top and building guys below him. It doesn't really make sense for them to run as a team. Like there's well, and especially if you rematch down the line and Brian gets his win back using the faction, like sort yeah. of, uh, yeah, see what you could have been, Mox. So, so yeah, I, I agree yeah. with you. I guess I the other way to do Mox, it is like yeah. he secretly already has the faction, right? And and that sort of, but. I think I think I think I think I think that's maybe I'm New York branding myself a little bit too much. I was like maybe maybe it's already way messier than it needs to be. Like I think you can let the trust to let the basic notes play out, and I think Danielson uh, losing here and and sort of using that as fuel to like I'll build the stable without you, and then you'll see. I think that's right. sort of the way to go with it. Darby Allen and Stinger backstage. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Man, oh uh, man, we got to get Darby away from Sting, and I love Sting, and he's been doing me some great work recently. But this has lost, uh, this has lost all of its momentum for me, all of it. Like I got, I got basically nothing left for this. I remember like a year ago we were on here, and I was like, I don't like this duo with them, and they've pulled it out of their ass, and they did a good, solid six to eight months of like some great moments and some great stuff, and won us back over. And Sting has had some great moments and been very good. Uh, I am ready for for Darby to be doing anything else. And because uh, he's, he's he, uh, he, as with a couple other guys on this show, seems to have sort of lost his footing as a guy that was like a real flag bearer, uh, really sort of murky as to what exactly he's doing and why. I thought to give him a little credit, it's rare you'd say this, but following a sort of stiff sting promo, I thought this was actually maybe like a, one of the better performed Darby promos, or at least a little more natural than sometimes he is on camera. But I, so if, I, I, I'm happy. You know I hate when I people say, oh, wrestling is confusing because this is a show for children. It's not confusing at all. But I'm telling you in my heart of hearts, I don't understand the Sammy Guevara teaming with Darby Allen and Sting dynamic. I don't understand this. I don't I don't know how we got here. I know they have a shared enemy in Andrade. Maybe that's it. And, and the HFO. But I, they, they just fought for the title. They're fighting in a title match again on Friday. I, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's murky. just... It's murky. It's not good to me. It's not, it's not good. It's not good use of basically anybody involved, I would say. Nice boy online. It's like, this was one of his better promos, and that's concerning. Yeah, I, I think that's basically where I'm at. I agree with uh, Juice there. I thought it was well-performed, but that's only really by a standard. I can't remember, himself. can't remember anything about it, so it couldn't have been that good. Eddie Kingston would still eat this guy up. His, we, went, we went through this in the summer and last year. His thing is like the death-defying video, the skateboard, the skateboard fall, the drag behind a car the like him backstage with sting 62 year old sting sort of leaning around and meandering it's just not it's just not the way they operate and and, and i don't know the, the directionlessness does not aid this seems i'm about to shoot bullets into something like i rarely do on this show in this next segment but before we do i would like to remind everybody if you're here for the first time we'd love if you drop a follow on the channel we're on the march to 2000 brainiacs so we'd love to achieve that goal coming up here heading well, not this weekend for Revolution, but Revolution Weekend seems like a great time to try and pick up on some followers. So if you're here for the first time, we would appreciate that. Of course, if you're enjoying the show 
and you feel like dropping a subscription, you will get the emotes. You'll get to watch our VODs. If you can't be here live, we know that the post show goes late. If you say, hey, I want to watch the post show the next day, you can just come subscribe here. That goes for you too, Nasty Casties, because you're, you're missing out. Some say the post show is the best part of the, the whole stream. We had a great time last week. We watched, we watched, we watched, oh. we watched Vader highlights. We watched a Vader wave. Yeah. The post show has its own like catchphrases and commands. Let, let the there's there's not only not only is wrestling brain the only place where i'm going to talk you through the resume of minimal man as we watch a highlight video set to bonnie tyler's i need a hero uh you're only getting that the post show not only is it only us and only we <laughs> and only on wrestling brain it's only after we know nobody's watching so uh consider a subscription of course you can always subscribe with prime it's the easiest way to do it if you have amazon prime you can just come on click on this page and say subscribe with prime you get one free subscription a month you got it FTR is out to kick us off for our Casino Battle Royale. Now, this pains me, Zoobs, because I'm the guy who always gets on the hill and says, no, the Casino is a good format for this stuff. I like a Tag Team Royal Rumble, which is what this one effectively is. Not enough planning went into this match. Um, flatly, there are points in this match. Okay, I'll list all the teams. That, I'm not going to list them in order of entrance, even though, okay, I am, but this is how I have them right now. FTR, Uno and Grayson, Darius is back, Top Flight is reunited, we'll talk about that. The Acclaimed, 15 as Eric Hartman coined them, 10 and 5. <laughs> That's funny, 10 and 5, 15, that's good. Very good. Uh, Butcher and the Blade, the Varsity Blondes, Bear Country 2.0, and the Young Bucks are in for an over-the-top rope battle royale. Tag team style. If that sounds familiar, it's because we did it last week with a lot of these competitors with uh, Red Dragon winning last week. Oh, bad, bad stuff here. The, all the stuff that I don't like about a battle royal where guys are just sitting around. You got 100 people in the ring. They don't eliminate any, but this is an elimination tag match for each member, by the way. So one guy can go over the top rope, and if the other guy's still in, they survive. The team continues. Man, they, they don't want to eliminate everybody. Everybody got to be on TV. So we have, I feel like, eight out of ten of these teams in the ring at once. There's so little action because there's no room to move. So you might get two guys doing moves in the center. We got a little bit of that with uh, Dante and Cash, which the crowd did come alive for. But then Dante hits a Rana that eliminates them both over the top rope. Oh. <laughs> it's tough because we just last week had such a good tag team battle royal. Like there were so many identifiable moments uh sequences we, we talked about how like they did a good job of sort of creating the little stories that we've throughout i didn't think this had much of any of that other than the top flight uh resurgence and of course the red dragon uh interference with ftr and sort of the ftr bucks thing there wasn't the like cohesive star making things that ran throughout except of course for the shout out Max Caster, uh, the maybe his best, maybe his best line yet with the y'all less popular than than Glenn Jacobs tweets. Excellent. That was great. Uh, shout out to Max Caster for that one. Uh, nice one online saying I didn't even know Bear Country was in this match. Yeah, Very that happens quickly. when you enter Very during quickly. picture in picture. I didn't see the second one get eliminated. What happened to Bear Bronson? I I didn't see it. Uh, eliminations are missed all over the place. Uh, like I said, Dante eliminates himself. Uh, I did. I gotta say though, Jr. T in this match, Jr. First of all, just hates Danhausen, and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, but, but he made me laugh uh. as Anthony Bowens gets eliminated. I don't know if anybody else picked up on this, but Jr.'s call is 
listen, listen, you're eliminated. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Pretty funny stuff out of JR there. Uh, This needed more eliminations. This needed space in the ring. Do do some sort of story. Oh, here's the team. That's winning. Both these guys are in here. Oh, they eliminate this one. Here comes another. It's something. All these teams here, you can't. And then they they narrowed all the way down to the to the young bucks, and now the returned Darius Martin. Listen, I I I hate, I hate being this guy. I don't like being this guy because our timeline was like, wow, that really picked up once the three guys got there. The crowd was into it. It sucked. It was bad. It was like a hyper cooperative. Young Bucks helping this guy do moves on both of them. The block on the Meltzer driver is is okay, but then fucking he gets he eliminates Nick. Matt goes over the rope, skins the cat. He's hanging on the feet, inches away from the floor. What does Darius Martin do? Turns his back, walks to the other side of the ring, and feeds to the crowd. Well, once you get a guy over the top, I mean, what are the odds that he's fucking? But is the point here? Is the whole thing not like letting Darius look good? Is that not what we're doing here? Why is he? We got to eliminate Chuck Taylor thirty uh, seconds into this match, and Darius Martin is going to turn his back on a guy hanging. Oh boy, junk. Did not like this. Santana and Ortiz and FDR trying to get some sizzle going, uh, but, but nobody cared. Super soft punches, no room to operate. Yeah, you think the you think the venue venue plays into that at all? The Daly's place. Yeah, that's, listen, there's definitely like a PTSD to Daly's Place thing going on where it's like, oh, we're here again. I tell you what, Josh, um, the, the way they use that venue, it's more like Weekly's Place. Okay, okay. Sometimes people DM me and they say, how does Zoobs always get 100 likes on his tweet? How does he do it? And to me, it's brazenly fucking obvious with shit like that. Um, The announce table is right. Rust says Juice, yeah. Um... It's his first match back. Bound to make some mental errors, says Steak of Buns. Yeah, so maybe don't put him in a 2v1 <laughs> handicap match in the box at the end of this Battle Royal. Put him on Dark or have him introduced in, like, I don't know. Tough, tough. I didn't, I, this, took up, this took, up, took up a lot of show uh, for something that was, like, pretty convoluted. Nope. I, again, the tough, the tough thing for me is the complete juxtaposition versus last week's almost identical style and, like, group. Uh, match <laughs> um, tough did, am i wrong or did they not do wasn't it everybody all at once last week so it was a different rule set last week yeah so this was the casino rules where it's like the rumble entrance instead of every else so i guess they tried to make it a little different for the two weeks but worse. anyone it was, it was worse. any absolutely any wrestling brain on earth would say no we should not do two tag team battle royales two weeks in advance where the winners are the only two people who are feuding in either of the matches like i it's just i liked last week's match a lot but it's pretty clear to me during this that it just yeah not for me maddie mac saying yeah bad punches chain wallet owner saying darius punches were very bad looking and maddie mac agreeing yeah that's right uh cadenza saying didn't i make the the 15 joke no eric made it in the discord or at least that's i'm sure lots of people well i don't know if lots, texted me independently is, yeah yeah eric's eric's in the discord are you saying hey can you call these guys 15 uh People uh, noticing in the chat, people want people like it when I get fired up and angry. They want you to be happy all the time. Yeah, no, I know. People they, don't, they people want to like negative Josh. People don't like negative. They Why like, am I not extended this? They like you they never like, get pushed back. You get, you get a couple of these in me, and that's what they want, right? They want me to start 
Gadoosh, you know, bang, you know. Oh, okay, okay. But Josh gets Josh says anything but a seven for the show, and people are like, "Hang on, I like this. You're looking at it too hard. Go watch that match. Dante Martin eliminates himself. I'm not joking. That's real. I'm not. I love to, to I love what? to, to, to stir that pot just a little bit. Eliminate Cash. I get that. Oh yeah, the, 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 the fire feud right now between Top Flight and FDR. Oh, people is, think he's dying. You know, people think this isn't people... Cactus eliminating Triple H over the top rope in the Rumble because he's feuding with him. These guys, come on. People think we uh, are too busy hosting the show, but I see everything the chat's trying to do every time. Every time. Zeus is a genius. Sees through it all like it's wearing damn outrage glasses. Nice boy online saying Josh is a force of pure good. That's you, Juice. It's because Josh isn't nearly as wry. Yeah, they're definitely much less wry than the Zeus. I'm dying for a top flip. <laughs> uh, that's not bad. You're rier than me. Sure. Right. Maybe you're you're drier than me. Dry and rye. Yeah, you're maybe not rye. High and rye. Maybe I'm neither not, of I, us are that. I'll admit to being rye. Okay. I don't. I think I see you as a, a sillier goose than most people. Yeah. I don't. I don't try to go out of my way to be. Yeah. To be rye, but perhaps it's just sort of i think i think sometimes you're misunderstood and it's like oh the zooms is fucking around right now and maybe it's not playing that to anybody but me yeah <laughs> maybe that's being rye i don't know perhaps that is rhinus yeah am i being right right is this rye am i being right right now <laughs> we'll never know I gotta, uh, i'm on boy i am a high alert whether or not i'm being rye uh dan Housen comes out and saves trent uh, he puts a curse on evil uno listen i'm trying with this dan Housen thing i'm trying here <laughs> this sucks I'm trying, Josh. I'm, I said when he came out, I said, I'm going to give this an honest shot. I said, I'm going to give it the same shot that I gave Orange Cassidy, right? Right. Got to be something other than hiding under the ring and pointing it, guys. That's all it cursing. is so far. He's cursing. No. If I'm Evil Uno, and it's like, hang on, you're going to come out and point, and I'm going to stop fighting Trent, who's punching me? It's like, I'm, I'm probably going to keep fighting Trent. He's punching me. I've been, it's I've like, been, now that I've been teased with this Danielson Garcia, it's like, I thought this guy started getting blown up a little bit. Cadenza saying, this isn't Danhausen yet. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm deeply familiar with his, his indie career. I'm, I'm not. I'm going to need you to point me to something after 2018 that this is not him. <laughs> there, there's the, the, again, I'm not saying he doesn't do basic wrestling matches, but he is a act-heavy wrestler. Anyway. Uh, like, this, is what, this is what AEW brought him in for. Okay, Danielson, here's what Danielson needs to do. He needs to go around, forget about Daniel Garcia. Forget about Lee Moriarty. These guys are on great tracks. He needs to go around to the goofballs. Right. And be like, all right, take off the makeup. Damn. Agre agreed. Mr. Housen. Agreed. agreed. Easy yeah, to no pick the guys. Person. Easy to pick the guys who are already like that. Let's 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 get the let's you should team up with Jungle Boy and say, all right, man, come on now. Right now. <laughs> Just slap like a stern father, but loving. Anyway. People trying to people trying to. Uh, the Young Bucks do win here. To Darius's credit, even though he's horrible here, uh, the crowd does buy him winning. Uh, he was, man. He was terrible. I, I don't know. The Varsity Blondes were in this. Did I say that? They were looking terrible at points, too. They were looking terrible. Goofy, terrible-looking motherfuckers. Anyway, let's move off of this because people don't. People are sad that you're yeah, They don't like me dumping I'm sorry that yeah. you all liked it and I'm shitting on it. I don't like being this guy. Uh, that said... Young Bucks, FTR, Jurassic Express at Revolution this weekend. I love a triple threat tag team match. That's uh, the booking. You know, you can say whatever about uh, getting here, but destination. Yeah, I'm all in, baby. Yeah. Uh, and definitely yeah. come back this Sunday after the pay-per-view. Uh, Zoobs, if I may say, 
I think our post pay-per-view streams, which are our call-in streams, you can call in and say what you thought of the pay-per-view. Uh, they're, the, they're the best streams we do on this channel. It'll be up all night, baby. We're going to be up all night. Uh, who will win? I say Jurassic Express. I think I'm going to go with Red Dragon. I think, that, I think that's Sweet. sort of satisfies it's the balm that soothes all the things I need. I need a serious tag team having matches with other serious tag teams. Uh, I think it's the best for the story. Zooms, damn it, damn it, damn it, accusing me of not being pro-bear in wrestling. Is there is there somebody who has gone to bat for fat, hairy guys in wrestling more than me? Is that person on <laughs> earth? Does, do they exist? What are you talking about? Damn it, damn it, damn it. I don't like bears. What do, you, do you watch this show? Like, yeah. I, there might be not another person on Twitch who is a bigger advocate for this exact style of wrestler. Uh, Corvax, it'd be nice to the tag champs could actually cut a promo or have a tag match <laughs> also against How like long? not a team from Dark would be swell for me. I mean, this has been a problem with AEW for a year at this point. People are, are now like, hey, yeah, you don't really see the tag teams wrestle, do you? Only there's a hundred of them in a ring at once. Free Camarado! It's Ashton Kutcher, I agree. Uh, I don't know about that one. Oh boy, you've turned out big. I do remember the Zooms texting people, me once saying, people the, is it as, good or did he wrestle much? As soon as somebody gives me the second match that that I that is the evidence for him being good that isn't his debut against Mox, when Mox was white hot and could have wrestled a bed sheet, I'll, I'll be like, yes, Komataro is underused. But people watch Dark and I don't, so. You don't watch Dark, that is true. Damn it, damn it, saying, I'm just speaking of this evening. Okay. I mean, Red Dragon has zero AEW matches. Yeah, no, not a single uh, tag match yet. But they won a battle. Crazy. But, we, but, no, yeah, yeah, but, 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 but I know they're not shitty. Like, I, I, get, I do get your point, but like, it's mm, <laughs> not made in the best of faith, I would say. Like, I understand that, like, oh, everything has to be equal, but like, they earn their title shot and mountains of evidence that, that, that they are capable of having good tag team matches. But I, Can we put it on TV? For you sure. You to fight for the title. For sure. Uh, even just one. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, uh, something that something that qualifies for them for the tag team tournament. That is, yeah. uh, I I see that complaint and I, uh, I I lodge it. Yeah. Now that they're now it's officially ROH company. They have many matches. They have to, they have to bring all the records in, right? Oh, wow. uh, they have to they have to go back every every pinfall. <laughs> <sighs> they're four hundred and they're four hundred and ten. insane. And that's just against Motor City Machine Guns, folks. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Oh boy. Uh, just join Josh's Discord so that I can make, don't make an old joke again. Thank you, Eric, for voicing this upon me. Yeah, of course, if you it's want the to best do thing that, patreon.com slash jzushc. In fact, in 56 minutes, no, 66 minutes, uh, an ECW November to Remember 1997 review will be posted there uh, with the great Andrew Seaslack, friend of this channel, Torp Penderloin joining me. Um, and yes, it is the one with that Sabu and Sandman match. It is the match I've seen the most times in my life. I have not seen any wrestling match more than uh, this. This is the most sober I've ever watched it, and it was a blast to go through this pay-per-view uh, with our pal, Andrew. So, patreon.com, jzrosetuc, does that. The Discord, all the good stuff. Thank you, Cadenza. Okay. Chris Jericho, backstage. Oh, Eddie and I had a good promo segment last week. Eddie, oh wait, Eddie probably doesn't know what a promo is. GFY is a good... I actually believe this. GFY is cool. That's real. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know what a doesn't know what a promo is, Eddie. Because because Eddie is a wrestler, not a sports entertainer, and not that promo is short for promotion. Um, I thought it sort of picked up from there. 
Although I guess too much handshake talk on this entire, like the night you have ROH, you're going to make the punk MJF thing about a handshake and Jericho Kingston about a handshake, like further agenting issues here. As uh, Jericho says, Eddie, if you beat me, I'll shake my hand and say, I respect you, which I doubt Eddie gives a fuck about. Which is like, that is stakes. Earning a handshake at the end. What would that mean to you if Chris Jericho shook your hand and said he respected you? Chris Jericho has shook my hand. Uh, I mean, if I had, if I had to beat him in a match to get it in a company that just bought ROH, well, you know. I mean, can you call a squash a match? I'm picking sure. Zoobs at under sixty. Yeah, I would, no I'd, doubt about that. I, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, Zoobs. Zoobs ain't influence him. Let's just say you know he's out the street shooting. <laughs> yeah. Snatch uh, him up real like quick. I'm done with meta promos probably forever. Th- this is the problem, Steak of Buns. Like. Things like this make me feel the same as you. And then people like Punk or MJF or or even Cody in, in Splashes can do it better. Like Jericho, Jericho for all of his strengths, I don't think anybody's like that is a nuanced wrestler. Um, and so, I don't know. Yeah. AW creatively wrote down handshake on a piece of paper and took the rest of the week off, says Juice. That might be yeah. right. They said, they said, we got to go through this ROH tape library and and... and get something for tonight and then the tape shut off after the first 10 seconds of the match and like wow they do handshakes so i feel like i'm being so negative here but santana and ortiz enter and they fist bump jericho mm-hmm. jericho asks are we good and they give the sort of nods that make you think they breathe through their noses at, at him. that's about right <laughs> this is the go home dynamite why why where's eddie kingston well, you need Eddie Kingston to sell a match, you know. Tony Khan had to cut a promo. We could have had Eddie Kingston do the do the ROH announcement. I'm telling you, that would have got. <laughs> I, I'd have been flying to Jacksonville and handed a bag of cash to TK if I'm getting sold something uh, by Eddie Kingston. Um, but yeah, the inner circle is teasing being back together. I suppose here, cool. I, I wasn't especially convinced, but hey, they did approach him and fist bump, so like that's something. Way to go! Yeah, without look at them without. In a circle, all they, all they got was two entrants into a tag team battle royal, neither of which they won. So, I have written here, save me CM Punk. Uh, <laughs> as the Punk Man is in ring, and the camera uh, is like this on him. It's all Punk face. It's just, we're doing this, and it's it's a, it's a emotional, it's a, uh, it's meant to be, it's obviously meant to be the answer to last week's MJF switch uh, cry babyface sympathetic promo. Mm. I thought this is, I didn't know, and this is maybe the genius of CM Punk, how much was him losing his place and how much was him saying uh, MJF has thrown me off my game and I genuinely don't know what to say or do with this. Right. Uh, uh, am I the bad guy? He opens up with, and this is sort of the, the crux of the promo. He doesn't think Max is lying. But he talks about his photo with Austin 316. And when lesser men said, hey, Austin took his ball and went home, a great shot at DKM if there ever was one. Subtle, but good enough for those who know. Uh, He didn't start doing devious things. He didn't become a horrible guy. He doesn't know what to do with this. Uh, Speaking of my Discord, shouts out to the great Scoots Brodo who pointed out the moment the segment started that these guys were going to get bloody because they were both wearing white. Uh, An immediate great catch. Wearing the Dana Uh, Bryan uh, wearing (laughs) yeah that's right punk was just wearing daniel bryant's merch that's absolutely right Zoops. um mjf is out neither of these guys to music the tempo is interesting they don't exchange a ton of words punk puts out the handshake mjf clutches for a hug and this is where i really 
was into this. Again, I, I thought they were a little off before this, but once they got to this handshake hug physicality, I did think this really came alive for me. Uh, MJF finally reveals that he is a scumbag. People in this chat last week. <laughs> they hated that I said this was going to happen. Pontificating. Double switch? Me thinks <laughs> holy, and I said, You are out of your mind if you think anything is happening other than MJF is coming back with this triple down on being a bad guy. Uh, yeah, I think the, the only other option was after the pay per view, he reveals sure. that it's all uh, a show. But I thought this actually worked. I almost felt like a collective sigh of release from the audience, like they were so unsure of what to do with this, and then it's like, Oh, MJF's a bad guy again, the devil himself is here. Uh, Wardlow and Sean Spears are out. They beat the hell out of Punk. Uh, MGF lays him out with the diamond ring punch. Gash wide open. They put the dog collar on him. They hang CM Punk. Throwbacks to the, the Raven Sandman crucifixion here. Punk, this is a grisly TV visual. CM Punk hang, hung by and the, the blood shooting oh. out of his head, like spurting out of his head upwards. Uh, a couple points on this for me. Um, Loved sort of I know your sort of points about uh, am I the bad guy and then him talking about how he went through a similar thing that MJF did. I think an important counter to last week's promo, just in my mind, of the like, you know, hurt people, hurt people, but also that doesn't make you absolved of your actions, right? You're you, there's you still consequences. It's sort of that thing is like. Mental illness is a very important thing, and it's a very important discussion. But it also doesn't allow you to be an asshole, right? You you, you have you to still a blank check, yeah. You also still have to understand that the things that you do in sight have consequences. So I think uh, a really important sort of um, maturity of Punk also bringing up like terrible things he's done as a heel, pouring liquor down an alcoholic's throat, and and on and on and on terrible that things that he's done. He is coming to AEW, probably something like that. But I just think important important progression important um growth from sam punk as a person and i'm trying to be a better person another thing that i think is really important in this in this whole exchange is um the farmer and the snake story right which we'll get into later is is an is a, 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 a allusion to a previous uh cm punk promo in roh right but the which we will watch in the post show the important thing about that is the farmer does heal the snake ultimately right at no point does MJF say that he was lying. He doesn't say he was lying. He doesn't say that he was that last week was fake. It was it was we had that hug and we are atoned, and it's still on between us, right? I think that's I'm still a, the devil. I'm still a snake. Like it, both things are true. Exactly right. I think that's the depth they play in. And of course, I've said this probably six times now in this show: is MJF does his homework. It's not a not a line out of place, not a not a motion or a gesture out of place. Uh, directly lifting out of uh, CM Punk's back catalog, he's done this to everybody he's had major promos with. Uh, I think the subtleties and the nuances on this are going to age really well. This is something that I think um, on a second or third watch you're going to say, "Damn, there was a lot of depth to this," and and it continues to be in step with last week. Um, some layers and some things that we don't see in wrestling storytelling. Which is crazy because these guys, you would expect them to be good together, but I think entering this feud, we maybe expected a bit more of a, 
I don't know if we expected the depth and the, the how comfortable these guys are going to be to play in the space and know that they were always going to get things back to where they were. Because make no mistake, MJF is the devil and entering Sunday. Uh, I personally couldn't. This is my most anticipated match on the card. I can't fucking wait to watch this. Uh, and I will say to fit, to complete an ongoing story, uh, I remember before my wife has given up on watching anything else on, on Wednesdays with me and oh. the CM Punk MJF thing before she goes to bed every night, every time, every week she's on, it, this is on, right? Uh, I cannot tell you how hook, line and sinker she bought this whole thing. Amazing. Amazing to, to like last week and this week, the handshake and the hug. And I was like, you know, I don't. I don't mansplain. I don't go, well, they're obviously not. I let her, I let her experience. Oh yeah. At her own speed. Let her make her own assumptions. Uh, Who does she like? Does she like punk? I was cackling laughing. I was howling laughing at the pile driver. (laughs) The the blood. (laughs) So good. So good. Was she like literally like, no. She just, she was just like, oh, is he, so this is like, they're going to mend the fence. And I was like, they're, they're going to have, oh, <laughs> they're, I see. Yeah, they're not going to change the paper yeah. you match. Oh, maybe by they the... won't fight. <laughs> exactly. I love it. You, I love the innocence. It's very that, important to me. That is wonderful. Would you, do you think she would consider herself a fan of CM Punk? Probably, probably not. No. Okay. Maybe a little. Could, we're all a little bit of a fan of CM Punk. <laughs> Keith Lee is backstage. Zoobs interrupted once again by Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. Let's just get to it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm ready for the match. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Indicative of of, um, not a lot going on here sort of some, some of the some, some i think i think most of the back half of the show suffers from this of like it's a it's a go home and we're not we're not we're not going to pedal down well, not only is it a go home zoos it's a go home for your big show but you still have rampage rampage has awesome matches on it this or at least matches that this show could have absolutely used you've got sammy versus andrade versus darby allen for the TNT title, not only would this show have benefited from that match, at least with that match having happened, you could sell the Sammy Darby alliance a little easier to me, I think. Um, there's other things we'll get to it later on Rampage. I'm struggling from memory right now, but I have it. Oh, yeah. Keith Lee is in action on Rampage and Oligo Ethan Page versus Christian. Like, this show could have used one of those matches, I think. But nonetheless, they don't want to give everything away. The Ring of Honor news, like you brought up correctly, is anchoring the show. But Keith Lee's got a. Yeah, he's going to make an impact on Sunday, you know. Yeah, and I, I, I don't doubt that he will. But his his debut was so uh, great, and it was so like, oh, what a what a breath of fresh air this is! What a what a what a fit this is for the roster. You don't want him to lose that, and I, I worry that that traction's been lost with some pretty repetitive uh, go nowhere things here backstage. Well, and I, I agree with McVander Huge, who's like, Keith Lee being interrupted doesn't work for me, brother. Keith Lee, the Keith Lee I want, this giant strong guy, would be like, are you fucking interrupting me? Like, you're getting thrown into a wall then, because I'm Keith Lee. Like, just standing there like this, being like, oh, I see we have crossed paths again, Mr. Starks. It's like, <laughs> okay, dude. Crazy. Be your best self, Keith Lee. And maybe we'll get to see that on Sunday. And again, a reminder, we will be here this Sunday, the moment the pay-per-view ends. The Zoobs and I, we're going all night long. It's going to be a long one. They're the best streams on the channel. Generally 100 people here going banana. It's uh, it's going to be a, a great time. Uh, oh, boy. Thunder Rosa, Mercedes Martinez versus Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. If you were wondering, hey, 
does Daly's place like women's wrestling? This question, this match answered your question. Boy, uh, I felt bad for these four. I didn't think this was a bad match. You hear a fucking pin drop in the building for this one. It's more like Weekly's place. Okay. <laughs> You're saying that because there might be new people joining in the second half. Yeah, yeah. I, I did hear. I do love the Weekly's place. They're there so often that it's more like Weekly's place. Uh, Not Daly's place. Yeah. Daly would be Daly's more often. Right? Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, they don't have shows every week, every day, though. Yeah. Well, they do have them every week. Yes, Weekly's place. Weekly's place. Uh, and Weeks, a bit of a, you know, you can get two double entendre. Uh, they're doing Mercedes no favors here with the, like, she's in a line with every person in the division over the course of a month. I get it. I get it. I get it. Like it was the mercenary thing, and then Britt hired her, and now Britt's teaching her a lesson. I get that. It, not, not that the steps aren't explained, just they aren't helping her. The explanation isn't, isn't like, oh, she's a threat. It's like, oh, she's, she's lost on behalf of three different people now. Well, and she's somebody that, like, everything you're saying is true, and she's somebody that I could buy into a push with. Like, it would not be hard for me to, but they're not giving you anything to chew on here. Um, agree with Hits Merrill. This venue stinks. Weekly's place. Yeah, it's, it's like Weekly's place. Uh, but again, they're very... A very go-home show match, right? Oh, these two, it's a preview. It's the six-man tag on the New Japan undercard. Britain Thunder are going to be wrestling on Sunday, and this is a little preview of that. But, yeah, kind of tough for me to get into this one. Did you like it more than me, Zoops? I don't think I did. Uh, I don't think oh, wow. I did. Um, but, yeah, I also see, and this is all, you, the main event is a bit of this as well, is sort of, yes, you're getting the – it's very standard – Go home show stuff is this is a this is a matchup you're going to see they're going to get their hands on each other and and preview it and you're going to get a taste I just I just think the dressing around it um didn't do much for it you know I'd yeah, like I'd it if, if it was if it was more like yearly's place because <laughs> <laughs> then you're there last yeah that, no big deal then you yeah. know you then it's an event a year yeah Every 52 weeks sure yeah. Uh, Hitsmanel saying Rosa going over tonight means she's going to get killed on Sunday. No, AEW does not play by those rules. Do you think Punk's going to win or going to win on Sunday? Uh, I followed this very closely. The AEW send off beatdown does not inform who's going to win at the pay per view like it does in New York. I guess we'll see. Uh, Marvez, make sure to bring up Tay Conti's blue belt. Thank you to those of you who, who added me, knowing that it would trigger me. This is wrestling. She's a judo black belt and a Brazilian jiu-jitsu blue belt. A blue belt is low level. It's the second belt. You are a white belt in your first promotion. You start jiu-jitsu as a white belt. You don't get promoted to white belt. Like you walk in the dojo and you are white belt. Yeah, but she's a good black. She's, she, she has the other one, judo. This is wrestling. She's a double black belt. What's wrong with that? We've informed the crowd who doesn't know the fucking difference between everybody knows black belt is the best in all of them. Double black belt? We have to point out that she is accurately a Brazilian jiu-jitsu blue belt? Great. CM Punk could submit her? Great. Awesome. Also, she's Brazilian, so it's like, you know, you, you just, you would, you'd hope, you know? She calls it jiu-jitsu. You'd hope the Brazilian would, would have the Brazilian discipline down fairly. She'd be in the blood. Fairly quickly. Jiu-jitsu. Uh, Jade Cargill be immediately becoming my third pers favorite person on this show after Punk and MJF in two lines. I don't care about that karate shit. Beautiful. Uh, all she needs to do, enormous star, big impact. I laughed at the line. I mean, ready for their match. This is all that it needed to be. I thought a good job by everybody involved here. Yeah, don't need to get too deep into it. But yeah, I, I, I you know, I think 
I think Jade should should put her foot on top of Tecanti's head and just like push her into the earth. You know, <laughs> just shovel, slow. just shh. fold like yeah, an accordion. Shouldn't go long. Right? Fold her up like an accordion, and then just like like a coaster, flip her into the crowd flippantly. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. Um, doesn't need to go longer than five minutes on the pay per view. I hope there's like a it's a fun sequence where both look good, but a strong win for Jade. Yeah, agreed. Maybe some some judoka, some maybe a couple jujitsu. Like it would be different. Also, it would be different if she like if jujitsu was like part of what made her like threatening in the matches, right? Right. If she was pulling Who guard and like rubber guarding people, or you know what I mean, like attempting. They tried to get that over when they put her in a submissions match with Penelope Ford. Right. Like, she could do she could do judo throws. That's easy to do, but she yeah. should be mixing in some jujitsu then. In you her... think she'd be allowed? I genuinely, I genuinely wonder if she's allowed to, because Layla doesn't do them either, and it's so clearly part of uh, Hook's push. I wonder, because Layla has judo too, and she rarely hits them. I wondered about that, because yeah, it's like Hook's big hook, pun intended. We'll we get see. Some, we get some Chekhov's gun going on here, though. You can tell me she's a she does judo and jujitsu. It should inform her fighting style at least a little bit. But not if she's a blue belt. If you're only a blue belt in a fight, I don't recommend uh, you know hitting the mats. Sure. You're gonna get down there with me, I'll, you know. I'm a calf slicer, good thing. You know, you know, you, blue belt, please. Yeah. Santa Guevara's got his signs. I hate uh, this. I hate this every time. <laughs> I hate it every time. I don't care. Sammy Guevara is my least favorite guy on this roster. I, I think. think so. I think. I think he. He's there for me too. I think if Kip Sabian was getting this push in this spot, I would prefer it. Tough. Anyone read the signs? Yeah, I read the signs every time. <clears throat> is it because he can't? De- is it because he can't deliver a believable promo that people will cheer for? Right? Because the, the signs like you all had help and I didn't, and it's like has this exclamation point. Like it's like yeah, if you were any good, you would you would deliver that, uh, and people would be like yeah, instead of just like it being a sign and us not hearing the crowd reaction. Zilch. Sammy still has the two belts, which continues to piss me off more than it should. Have you do have you ever watched any of uh, Rory Scoville's stand up uh, zooms? Yes. Uh, you, do you, I? I don't know if this may be a bit too niche, but on his special where he does the bit where he pulls up his jacket very high and he just walks around with like his jacket pulled up and, he's, and he's, like talks about how people are driven crazy by the jacket not fitting for the whole thing. I don't know if you know this bit, but that's how I feel about Sammy Guevara with the two belts. It's like every moment he's just wearing both of those belts. I'm like, take it off. Take off the second belt. Brutal. Maybe is this is this the end of the two belts, this pay-per-view or whatever? Hope so, man. I hope so. Uh, let's get to keep it or kick it if we can now. Zoobs, of course, like it, love it, want some more of it. Emotes in the chat for this prompt, although I have a... A feeling which way this is going to go. Keep it or kick it. This statement. Sammy Guevara is the worst person to hold a belt in AEW's history. Number zero. Not a ton of champions in AEW's history, be it TNT or world title. Anfield Road kicking it. Passionately kicking it. I wonder. Kick. I wonder who who Alex is thinking was a worst title holder. Keep from Hitsmurl, Kazarian. Either Kazarian member of, be down there. Either member of SCU. 
I'll tell you, SU gave me more moments of that retirement match with the Bucks than anything Sammy Guevara has given me. Kicks, kicks all out. I think SCU Darby from Damn It, Damn Darby. That is harsh and yikes. Frankly, I would say wrong. Uh, yeah, Darby's reign was outstanding to me. Lots of kicks. It's absolutely SCU. I don't know if I agree. I like Christopher Daniels as a wrestler for sure more than I like uh, Sammy Guevara. Hell, I liked his match more tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Daniels wrestled on this show. <laughs> I know. I, I liked. I liked Sammy's uh, uh, ladder match against Cody. He had an opener. Uh, on, I want to say against Darby or one of the pillars. Pay per view that whipped pretty hard early on. Um, so I would say I would. I would probably say a kick, and and would also join the crowd here in saying SCU. But I, I feel like that's shortchanging SCU. I feel like I. Nah, never mind. I don't know why I'm trying to... Listen, I like SCU very little as an act, but if you ask me whose reign I prefer to SCU's or Sammy Guevara's, it's easily SCU's. There you go. Tough. Tough spot. Chat looks... pretty split. It looks like 50-50-ish. Uh, I would say <clears throat> chat pretty no, heavily kicks. pretty heavily kick. One or two keeps, but pretty heavily kicked. Yeah. But I would say it seems like at best people are going to give Sammy second, right? They got to look into their hearts. This guy has brought this belt down. Yeah. Tough. Both of them, I suppose. Uh, Cage is FTW. Ah, uh, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, maybe. Oh, uh, well, okay. Does the FTW belt count? Word. Yeah. What about, what, about, cute, what, about, what about Jungle Express? How about that? They didn't even, they didn't I think even, they would be down there. Like, I do, less. again, I decidedly like Sammy less, but Jurassic Express would be down there for me. Yeah. Chris Statlander and legit Layla Hirsch promo. Uh, very stilted delivery from the both of them, but I liked it more than our Twitter timeline. People were really harsh on this. Uh, they're they're a little stiff. Uh, I actually quite liked the legit Layla. In MMA, you get so many of these Chechenian, Dagestani, Russian fighters who have this like cutting flat delivery, accounting for ESL, but also their natural like stern personality. And legit Layla is a little reminiscent of like your Habib Nurmagomedovs or your Islam Makachevs or your Usman Nurmagomedovs to me in a way that I like, when she just goes, you said my parents gave me up for adoption for a reason. <laughs> like, it's like partially Terminator. There's something, well, okay, I know why you're viewed it. You did not like uh, Chris Atlander <laughs> saying that your parents gave you up for adoption for a reason. Uh, did you hate this as much as Twitter timelines is or was this okay? I mean, I don't hate it. I, you'd have to feel passionate about Lee to hate it. I, I, I think they painted themselves in a corner with that stupid, with a line about the adoption. I think that I think they painted that like there's, there's really no way for Statlander to reasonably walk that back. She goes to like, uh, you think you had struggles? I'll show you struggles. It's like, well, she just said she was adopted. Like, <laughs> pretty tough. <laughs> like, like it doesn't. It, it, I think they painted themselves in a corner with that, and like now they sort of because it was pointed out pretty quickly after the initial promo that it was like a weird thing to say that it sort of now is built in a little deeper than it was before. It's not really making a lot of sense to me. And I don't think it's the best use of either one of them, but I do think it is, this is sort of the kind of promo that you want, as you said, Layla doing, you don't want her with live mic. You don't want her in the ring addressing the crowd. I think the UFC style, you know, confessional room camera is where her best promos are going to come from. I just, I just, I think you can still sort of see the growing pains here in this, this part of the division, this half step below sort of the main event. Let's give credit where it is due, though. We have been critical of AEW. It's like, can we have a women's feud outside Certainly. of the title 
So this is uh, on this show, you know, you get some advancement for Jade, some advancement for uh, Chris and legit Layla and Britt. So better to see than not. Yeah. Uh, we then run through the pay-per-view, which as they're pulling up the graphics and uh, I'm seeing all these matchups, good golly, I am excited for Sunday. This is stacked to the brim. To me, I put this to keep it or kick it today. This is easily the most stacked on paper AEW pay-per-view. I think All Out is going to be impossible to touch just for the emotional end and like the storyline and Brian's debut and all these sorts of things and the end of the... But I'm talking about like, go look at the Wikipedia page. Go look at the matches on paper versus the match on paper we're going to Sunday. This is a stacked-ass pay-per-view. Yeah, it's funny because I was looking at that question and obviously All Out 2021 is is sort of the high bar for the company, but it's like Mm -hmm. the main event's Christian against Kenny Omega. Like it's not... It wasn't like a, you know, it, it wasn't Punk's like a, return is the yeah. the card being stacked. Um, there's some great stuff on there, but uh, it's but the best pay per view they've ever put on for sure. I, I think I think on paper, I think you're probably right, and, and in, which initially felt wrong, but I looked, I basically went through all the cards, and I was like, yeah, on paper, there's there isn't the like there the other ones sort of have a bunch of like not dull spots, but like things that on paper aren't nearly as like boom. Yeah, yeah, QT yeah. versus. Paul White was the, was on the All Out card, <laughs> right? Oh my goodness! It was the co-main, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's that's the you love that in wrestling, the co-main event. It's like this cigarette match. Uh, Spears is backstage. He's so sorry for earlier Wardlow. He didn't mean to get face to face to steal your moment trying to get the chair. Uh, MJF calms things down. Don't worry. Hey, I got good news for you. I'm gonna let you keep the TNT title if you win. Wardlow talks a little bit back. You're going to let me. You know, MJF goes, you don't work for AEW. You work for me. You're not a wrestler. You're my bodyguard. I thought it was actually great work from MJF here. I like this angle. And it's like, wow, is he actually on MJF's payroll? But then he slaps Wardlow, which I thought was a, a really memorable striking moment. I got to do something here, Josh. What do you got to do, brother? People filling us in with the idea. Oh, by the way, Josh, in case you didn't know, QT against Paul White was a cool down match. Yeah, we're just saying no, on no, no, paper. No, Zeus, it, it, no, no, it counts. That was... It counts as on paper. It, no, that, Zeus, that's what on paper means. No, it's a cooldown match. <laughs> like, guys, give us some credit here. Give us a. Give us a. Give us a. Give us a it's modicum. <laughs> give us. We're talking about on paper. Give us a. Give us a. Give us a sliver. Give us a sliver. <laughs> give us a sliver of the benefit that you would give yourself for knowing that. Uh, it's the cooldown match. It was, that's exactly what it's there for. Yeah, Jay, we know. <laughs> I know. The argument was about <laughs> on, on paper. <laughs> and that QT versus Paul White is not on this Sunday's card on paper. Anyway. <laughs> people didn't, people, you know, they should have been warned early on, you know. It was the semi-main, uh, come on. It was the semi-main comment. If you don't want me making jokes on this show, like, zooms, zooms do you want off. do you want jokes on the show or not? I don't have to give you guys stuff like weekly's place. I can stop. You don't want we don't want weekly's place. You don't want yearly's place. You don't want semi main event jokes. Let's well, just is, let's just let's just enough. let's just have make the been... show thirty minutes long. We read the results. We read the results. We say have a great night. No merch match. No fun. <laughs> It is, it is like, I don't even know. And again, not to blame the more, but there's so many of them in there. It's like, it makes me wonder. It's like, do you guys don't understand what we're talking about? We're talking about on paper, the two cards. It's like, oh no, but QT and Paul White was the, the cooldown match. It's like, and that's not, that's not a, that's not a, but 
that's we're counting that. That's part of what we're talking about. This one is stronger on the. It evening. counts anyway. <laughs> Crack another beer, Zoom. I'm saving it. Beer. I'm saving it for the uh, for midnight. I'm one, one an hour. Oh, that's not that's not a bad rule to go by. Yeah, I like every one every ten minutes. Asher Kutcher has got good Darius was tonight. <laughs> they want they want they want full gear twenty twenty all over again. Boy, let me tell you, Darius, Darius, your your brother got way over. Well, you were gone. He raised the stock of your tech team. You you can't be punching in like this. Hits for now saying, I think what you guys might not be getting here is that QT versus Paul Wright was a cool damage. <laughs> That's the best style of humor possible, by the way. Oh, mercy. Main event time. I'm ready for the Wardlow turn. That slap feels like a genuinely potent moment. It was great. It was great. All kidding aside, uh, I love that they. I love how we talked about this before. How slowly they've been doing this. How much it's been like, you know. I think three weeks ago, four weeks ago, people were like, "This is the week. This is the week." But how much did it matter that he actually said something this week? Right, like just one sentence yes. out of his mouth, like huge weight to it. So I think that's a testament to like. How much they waited for this. And I don't want you to, before we go to main event, I don't want you to miss the House of Black promo. Oh, I somehow, it's at the top of this page. And I somehow just What's ignored it. Uh, Malachi, Brody, King and Buddy. And they do Brody and Malachi and Buddy. Buddy. <laughs> I'm uh, here too. Yeah. <laughs> I actually thought Malachi and Brody started off this promo really well. Like, I think these guys have a handle of the, how to do this spooky stuff in a way that Certainly. works for me. Uh, do a little bit of that saying nothing but saying something. Uh, but then Buddy Matthews emerges from, I don't know if this is just because I don't like the guy, so it's a confirmation bias thing. Uh, but I thought he's kind of, his delivery stuck out as he, he's more forced in this role than Brody or Matt. I think this spooky ethereal thing comes a little easier to Malachi and Brody, which you would guess also. Yeah, I was skeptical of the Buddy fit. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Brody is as much of a stupid name as Buddy. Come on, player. Come on. Rugoff? Brody King is stupider than Buddy Matthews? Buddy Matthews? Come on. Get out of here. Come on. You don't mean that deep down in your heart. Brody King is a, is even just Brody versus Buddy. He's a, he's a goth. They're like Satanists. His name is Buddy. Like, I here, Zoops, take 10 minutes to try and think of a less fitting first name than Buddy for somebody in, like, an old cult. Game. Well, it's like when you call it, uh, it's like when you call a, a, a big guy tiny, right? <laughs> well, that that is funnier. Little John and Robin Hood, he's a big fella. It's like, oh, you got to fight Little John. And the guy's like, okay, I'm ready. It's a, you know, he's your heavy. It's like, that's Little John. You know, that that's like, that's great. To do. We are, the, the, the leash that we have this show on is, is slipping on everything. It's, it's, you know, people... It, it's right on the edge of flipping on our hands here, you know? Are you saying we need to rein it in and uh, and uh, no not, more beer? And not no more yeah, weed? Not rein it in, but people are – we're, we're tiptoeing on it here tonight. I love Buddy it. the goth, says Eric. Yeah, I, think, right. I think, you know, I think we get people – they got a taste of merch match midway through, right? And they got all they – want, they want more. <laughs> Buddy for business. <laughs> nice boy. Oh, <laughs> well done. Oh, that's very good. Uh, Buddy the Goth is the name of a ventriloquist dummy. Says Maddie. <laughs> oh my Equal goodness. The, the Brody, give me a, give me a break. All right, main event time. 
Well, I don't know. It seems like you maybe didn't like this probe this much. I thought it was okay until Buddy Matthews felt a little a little off. You didn't really like it? They don't say anything to me really anymore. I, I think I've I think I've wow. passed the Rubicon a little bit on the House of Black a little bit. It's just sort of like... Okay, what the fuck did you give a five and a half to on this show? <laughs> I, said, I, said, I, said, I said just five. Just five. Oh, okay. okay. I wasn't anywhere near... Nowhere near a six. Um, fair, fair enough. Listen, I, I, again, the heights were very high <laughs> and the ROH glow. I don't know. The, the House of Black is sort of like... I'll say it. Buddy Matthews devalues it pretty heavily in my eyes, frankly. No, I'm with you. Because, like, two weeks ago, I was like, these guys are fucking flying high. Put them on the – like, give them the straps. Make them unbeatable. And the, how how clunky and convoluted last week was. And then you sort of – once that – as you know with these things sometimes, once that first chip of paint goes off, you're like, what are they even saying? What's, what's this even about? Like, I don't know. Maybe I have a little bit more patience f- for that. Like, I, I I trust these guys. Like, okay, it's leading to something. They're still with Pentagon. It's a feud I'm into. I understand what you're saying for sure. But I guess the if you were to contrast it with other people who have tried to do stuff like this, I think this is – those two especially, like, a strong version of it at least. Certainly. Stronger than Certainly. you might see otherwise. And Malachi's a big part of that. Like, uh, it, we, whether it's working, whether it isn't, like when he is speaking in these terms, it's like this guy. This is probably the sort of language he is reading in. Like he likes books that are written for sure, in the language for sure, for sure. And there's something to that. Uh, <laughs> the homicidal maniac, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <that's> right. <laughs> buddy is the House of Black's Marco stunt. I don't think I agree with that, Ashton Kutcher. But we'll see. We don't really know what he is yet. I suppose. Yeah. Besides, worse than the other two guys. Or at least I shouldn't say that. In ring, he's probably better than those two other guys if you like the, the like that style. Yeah. Uh, but I think he just fits in with the act in the, the most forced way. Little buff boy. Buddy is better than Marco. Let's not go crazy. Yeah. Probably- Absolutely. And we're not, we're not generally high on Buddy, as you can tell. Adam Cole and Red Dragon are out to take on Hunger, Hungry, and Reynolds. As JR calls them, Hungry. Hungry? I love that. Just calling his last name is Hungry. That's good to me. Um, logically, this is the third best tag team in Dark Order then. Yeah? Because they had two other tag teams in the Battle Royal. So, so I was actually wondering about that because 10 as a singles competitor is probably positioned higher than – like it's a little complicated. Like well, if, if, this was their, if this was their ace, they would put them in the Battle Royal, right? Yeah, I guess that's true, right? In theory, yeah, you're right. I hadn't really thought about that. So the, um, these are the things that consume me. Could this just be uh, Hungry and Hanger the closest of them? Probably, yeah. I mean, that makes sense too. I don't know. They competed, anyway. in the previous, they competed in the previous one and then didn't win. And then we're like, well, if they had won, then yeah, that's a great point. But they, they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it would make the so. difference. <laughs> um, I actually kind of like this match. Um, as a Right, as a right, pre- right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay, I do this one more time. <laughs> And Silver made it top four. Yeah, so then they this oh, week no. they were like, "Oh, we almost won. Let's just not go in the second one." That's that's this is this is this is this is what I'm to believe then. Maybe they were tired, like the first one, taking it out of them a bit. Could be. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just. No, I'm listen. I'm with you. I know. I, I, I know. I know you are. John. <laughs> the people are the, see. The people thought I was grumpy. Now the people they wanted to get well, you on my level. I had to, but they don't know the joy that Mad Zoops brings me. These yeah, people want the double they, turn. They see me. They see me taking a drink of anything. And they go, "All right, we can yeah, get this guy." It's a green light. Like guy, they, they see it as a green light. I think they can sense maybe that you and I are, are uh, our lives are are uh, full right now, and uh, <laughs> and it, that can come. That can come. Uh, 
uh, kind of yours, of course, more than mine, no question. Uh, but different ways of going through it. And so, yeah, that release can come a little easy sometimes. But it makes for a great show to me. <laughs> I think people, I think even if you're one of the people, I can't even remember who said that. But we're ha- also, but, but also, we're all having fun. Yeah, people want the show to ultimately, be. We're all just having fun. Like we were, we were yelling at Jay about the about the co-main thing. That was that was in fun. Jay can take it. He know, he understands this. I got nothing going on. Let me see if I can break you guys. Sasha, yeah. wait till the post show. I bet it'll be damn easy. Uh, I did think this was a fun main event though. The Kyle O'Reilly Hangman sequence. I tweeted out the list of guys I like watching wrestle, just pure in-ring wrestling style, like who a silhouette of a person wrestling. Not too many people whose style I like more than Kyle O'Reilly's. Like he's a very good approximation, and it's weird because his selling is kind of comedic in in on some moves, like on big offense, which is not something that I would say is very consistent. Like Minoru Suzuki is the only other wrestler I can think of who sort of does that. Like we'll do comedic selling on a big spot that I also really like. Um, but yeah, l- really enjoyed that sequence in the middle. Thought Hangman came across not only because he is the biggest guy in the match, which he was, but also he just feels like a champion around these guys in a good way. Um, yeah, thought this was a, if this was what you went off air with to head into the pay-per-view, I thought, yeah, uh, good stuff here. It got me... I think this match sort of got me switching my, like, desire for how the tag team title match turns out at the pay-per-view. Where I was like... Oh, okay. Watch this, and I was very much... And I think the last week uh, in the Battle Royal as well helps. Um, I was like, you know what? I'm ready for this to be a Red Dragon win. And and for, and for them... For the, for the story to sort of be them sort of off on this... Adding that to the mix of, of the rivalry they have going on with the Elite. Maybe they pin... One of the Jacksons. I mean, that's sort of how it goes down. Or, or I, I was just sort of uh, even taken with them with, with the small amount of work. And I think in ring, as you said, um, not a lot of nits to pick with these guys. Yeah, I guess even with you uh, saying you're a little not underexposed, we just haven't seen a ton of these guys' tag work. It's pretty cool that in the splashes you have seen, I kind of feel like, and this is a credit to them and to you and how you take in things, but you had a pretty good idea of who they are and how they wrestle and their dynamic. It's, uh, yeah, it's very cool. Eric Hartman saying an extremely Anfield road. Love a good trios match. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely right. Uh, does Browns do anything except take finishers and get pinned ass double X 7 No, he does not. Actually, could you say, I really want a hangman to hit a choke slam. Yeah, he was going to cross like the power guy in this match in a way that I really liked. Yeah, so, I uh, thought, uh, you know, our mileage on... Uh, Johnny Hungry is, I think, lower than a lot of people's, but I think um, it went away to help further sort of, as you said, the sort of the size and the power of Hangman standing out in this in, among these six guys. Totally. And that was Dynamite, Zoobs. Yeah, I think one of my, despite the great ROH news, I didn't feel like that was like an enjoyable segment to watch. Like, it, it's kind of tough to grade as like a TV show. It did happen on it, obviously, so it counts. But if you like think of the CM Punk thing, if they would have just been like, and here's CM Punk. It's like, what was so great about that is that they crafted like the perfect way to have CM Punk debut. And they're so good at releasing just enough information to get my interest. I think they have a really good pulse on that. I would have liked to have seen them draw that out more with the ROH news in today's segments and get a little bit more out of it. Love the MJF Punk stuff, especially at the end um, and liked the main event. So yeah, kind of a weaker show for me though. Yeah. Great. Uh, where do you, do you do you remain where you were uh, coming into the show? Or are you a little bit higher? Yeah, than I think lower? a four feels about right to me. That's still like, you know, a passing, passing grade. grade. Yeah, I would have been thrilled with four to seven when I was in school. Are you kidding? 
<laughs> I would have been thrilled with that too, just because they're finally someone who's recognizing that my one to seven scale is the best way to grade things. <laughs> uh, anyway, Seems I can't believe I get to say this, but we get now to do another edition of Merch Match. Oh, I guess we got to say goodnight to the Nasty Casties. Yes, but we will see them uh, Sunday. Well, Monday morning because it's going to be Sunday night. But yes, uh, right here, Revolution. Can I speak to the Casties for a second? Of course. Casties, I know you and I have a, a bit of a tortured relationship. The Zoobs like you more than I do. You have to come on here and you're like, I am supporting these people. And this guy openly shits on me for listening to his show. And I get that that can be bad. But let me make an appeal to you. This Sunday is AEW Revolution. This pay-per-view on paper is stacked. Sleep is for the week, baby. If you're ever going to come to twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain and join in on the fun of the Brainiacs in the chat, do it this Sunday. End the pay-per-view. Come here live. Go to work tired the next morning. Who cares? Come in the afterglow of what's going to be a great pay-per-view and do it here live with the Brainiacs. That's my appeal to you, Brain. Or, uh, Nasty Castings. Love that. Love that. What, four times a year? Not asking a lot. Not asking a lot. Not asking a lot. We have the, the 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 gold standard here. The people who are here every week, the the weekly's place uh, fans. Nasty I I can't tell you how much I love the chat. Just shitting on the nasty casties. Anyway, we will see you <laughs> ne- uh, on Sunday, nasty casties, and next week on Double Dudes. Love and energy. Love and energy.